Welcome to Soulistic Hope with your inside out therapist. We're so excited to be here with you today. We're going to share our hot mess life stories with coffee stains on our shirts and a whole lot of laughter. All while pursuing holistic growth. Often the journey of transformation can feel upside down and also inside out. We're two therapists who love to empower people from the inside to the outside. I'm Lindsay, a clinical psychotherapist. I'm Miriam, a licensed occupational therapist and nutritionist. We would love to have you join us as we unravel practical life strategies with our professional insights. Providing some solistic steps to get started. started today we wanted to share with you a plant that we feel connects to our topic so the plant that we chose is the pothos it is a starter plant for sure i think it's one of the more um i don't know low maintenance low maintenance ones that survive in like all conditions and it symbolizes happiness, good fortune, and determination to achieve goals. Wow. And so because it's an easier plant, usually people tell others to like start with this plant. And so we're telling you that this is a great plant you might want to start with. And our topic is transformation and beginnings, especially this episode. So we felt like it was a good beginning place. Um, and when you're starting with plants, we thought that it connected to that. Funny thing is we didn't necessarily start with the pothos. I actually started with a basil, which is kind of funny, but um, everyone kind of starts in different places. So I yeah. think that is really neat. Yeah. I started with a Boston fern, which is a more difficult plant to start with, but that's kind of like my personality. Um, not difficult, but challenging a little more uh, <laughs> intricate <laughs> so we want to see your pothos and we want to see or your first plant you got started with yes please um, share. check out our social media i'm gonna post one of my plants one of my pothos and if you like the pothos share what you love about it post a picture we would love to connect with you and chat about plants we love plants Today we're going to be talking a little bit about each other, our relationship, how it got started, why we're starting this podcast, and kind of um, where this journey has brought us. Um, Miriam is going to give a little bit of an insight to kind of a moment for us that we knew we were sisters. Yeah, so this story is not necessarily when we met, but we were, it was early, somewhat early on in the friendship, I would say. Um, and when my second baby was born, I had planned on having a few friends come through and rotate to just help out because we had a little toddler and everything around the house while, you know, during postpartum. But things did not go as planned per usual. So that's right. one of the things with mm-hmm. this uh, whole <laughs> podcast is life is messy. Things yeah. don't go the way we plan. And like we said, it just feels inside out a lot of times. Yeah. But through that journey, there's a lot of things that we learn and we discover about ourselves and each other. So one of those moments was she came to help, like, as we had scheduled in advance. and But things didn't go the way we had initially <laughs> thought. Um, and I had actually almost died of postpartum hemorrhaging. So I had been uh, put on bed rest. I could not even walk to the bathroom without collapsing. I literally couldn't even sit up without 
like collapsing. Yeah. My my heart rate would go through the roof. My blood pressure would go down the toilet. And so she literally was helping me be able to use like a bedpan and oh. helping with the baby and like so much more than she had planned. I, I didn't sign up for that for sure. I thought I was going to be able to hold the baby and just ooh and ah over her cuteness. And that was not what I was doing. Her face when she came in the house and I was so out of it. Like I was, I was barely <laughs> hanging by a thread. I was like, I'm sorry. But because my family lives far away. Yeah. Well, we had was like a couple of friends until I think my mom flew out later on when yeah. she could finally get some time off of work. But I was so, so grateful for it. And that was one of those moments that like makes or breaks a friendship. It Either really someone does. like walks away and, and like, I'll oh, this is not with, what I signed up for. This might be TMI, but I faint with blood. And so I was literally being a nurse, which I was really like, This is not I'm doing her thing. This. This, is, this is how you know we're sisters. We are just. This was that moment of like, yeah. you're my person. You're someone I can rely on no matter what. And I said, like, okay, this is what we're doing. Okay, okay, we can do this. This is something I can do. Oh, and I felt so bad, but it was just like there. That was it. Was just so that was the story. That was the origin you know? story, right? That was kind of like this is real life sisterhood getting started. We're here in together. all of its glory. Yep, through thick and thin, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what. So yeah, so that was I think a really pivotal moment. But we actually met uh, before a few years before that, I think, mm-hmm. uh, when I had just started my master's degree in medical school, which I was like pulling my hair out doing like 30 credits in eight weeks of yeah, intensive anatomy and physiology, neurology, and my brain was this like, bur- this is the origin story mushed. of our gray hairs. <laughs> yes, this is where all the gray hairs came from. No. Um, so we, we just kind of crossed paths very serendipitously, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, my husband and I were doing our premarital counseling and you guys we crossed paths I think it was at church right Right. where we were doing the counseling with the pastor um and just like immediately I feel like we clicked Mm -hmm. just kind of like understood each other which is so funny we just had this mutual understanding even though we were in different phases you guys had been married for a while already had all of our boys were born we have three boys yeah Yeah, we didn't have kids we were going to be married but for whatever reason we just really um jived together I feel like um so she, we quickly became friends. We hung out a lot, even though we were in slightly different stages of life and yeah. had a lot going on, um, each of us in different ways. And then later on, she was going to school where my husband was finishing his degree as well. So we we kept crossing paths. Yeah, it was in different areas, in different <laughs> like, social settings. Yeah. And- we were, like, meant um, to be friends. Yeah, and I think we really aligned in our faith as well. Yeah. That was a huge central um, part of our friendship was we would just talk through life things. Yeah. Things with marriage, things with friendship, things with faith, things with just life, really. I feel like we had a lot of conversations of just processing and listening to each other yeah. and walking through different things, good, bad, and everything in between, yeah. you know? So, um, and Lindsay, you know, I just feel like she's an amazing mom and just a really mm-hmm. steadfast, reliable person, um, and just an inspiring woman of faith. I really Aww. feel like that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Miriam, you know what memory I have of you? And I don't know <laughs> if this is true or if this is in my head, <laughs> but we were at, one of we were at one of the churches that we were both a part of and it was a night and I think there was just like worship going on and I just remember you like in the front worshiping and you're like twirling 
And I just... It's, it's probably true, right? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely you're like, did. I, regularly I, I did do, that. do the worship interpreted like dance. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it wasn't... I don't think it was like but, a... Like a like a practice performance type of thing. It was just okay. like you. It was impromptu. Impromptu, like okay. doing what you yeah. do and just worshiping God through dance. And it was just so, and I thought, oh my gosh, she's so precious. And you are, you're incredibly precious, kind, generous, a fervent prayer warrior for sure. Encourager, uh, mom of three gorgeous little fun girls. Uh, and you have an oil for everything, even my plants. <laughs> and I just, that is so useful. <laughs> I call you and I, I have some kind of ailment and I say, what are the things I need? And you send me a text with a list of oils that'll just. Here's some things. Yeah. <laughs> and I am just super grateful for, for you, for our friendship. And so, yeah. Awesome. Uh, thank you so much. I didn't expect to like tear up and. <laughs> You're so sweet. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're just a sweetie. Uh, well, yeah, we, and I always joke. I'm just like the teared up in the body of Christ, basically. So, um, <laughs> there's very important like, purpose. Happy tears and everything mm-hmm. in between. <laughs> exactly. Exactly that. People always say, "I love how you just it just it just happens. It, you just don't you know. There's no no shame about that. I know. It's, there's, just, it's, it's there. there. It's, it's there. there. Mm-hmm. It's an extension. <laughs> so real quick, why don't you share just the professional background you have and what you have to like bring to this space and kind of why you became a therapist? I guess. I think it really started in my childhood. Um, Lots, so many stories. I want you to go into all the stories. I think in some of our episodes, we'll get some more interesting stories. But grew up very humble beginnings, but um, lots of interesting journeys and struggles with health, uh, both my personal health, even as a young child. I was allergic to everything on the planet. Like, I couldn't have peanut butter and jelly as a child <laughs> or chocolate or, yeah. you know. Um, but that's just, you know, scratching the surface, breathing treatments, all those kinds of things. And then... Um, learning that I had also dyslexia and ADHD. So school was very, very challenging. But ironically, I loved learning and I loved reading. And I was read when I finally caught on to it, I was reading three and four levels above where I was, but I struggled with other areas like math and things like that. So um, it was a very interesting journey. And then with my health and my family, close family members health, I even at a young age, I was doing surgery on baby dolls. <laughs> like no joke. I was, even at such I was probably five or six. And I at a very, very young age, I wanted to help people be well and healthy yeah. in whatever way I knew how. So I was usually either creating something or helping people or pretending to help baby dolls or whatever, whoever your, happened your to patients. be there. My, my quote-unquote <laughs> patients with something that had to do with health, whether that was a, a pretend lung transplant or something oh, else. Oh, surgeon. <laughs> no, I like that. And I would literally get like a cookie tray and put like a, a, a blue pillowcase and then lay out everything that looked like a surgical tool in the house. Tweezers. Little, like a butter knife. Like a, Oh my <laughs> gosh. Is this how you like medical shows? Like scissors. Like all the, and it's, it's shocking I didn't actually become a surgeon. But I think the <laughs> master's level was enough for me. I got enough gray hairs that I realized. Um, but truly, I realized over the years that I had a passion for helping people. I had a close hand with a spinal cord injury. So I saw 
um, what it took to help people recover after illnesses. And I realized that I care about people's health, but I wanted to be in the part of healthcare where you're getting to help people get back to their life and mm-hmm. live a healthier life with longevity and vitality um, with a long-term better outcome. So that's why I went more into the rehab end of things instead of um, the surgery or the you know more inpatient type setting. So I became medical professional, occupational therapist, and I love occupational therapy because it's so versatile, um, because I get to use that creative part of my brain and develop very unique care plans for each and every patient. Uh, Over the years, I realized the medical model wasn't my favorite because it's a little bit restrictive on, you you can only see this patient for their knee, that's it, nothing else, and I'm seeing this patient, I'm seeing they're struggling to sleep, their nutrition is not great, their blood sugar's through the roof, their blood pressure is off, their meds aren't working they're also dealing with emotional things depression anxiety Mm, yeah uh, maybe grieving a loved one and so I developed a passion over the years realizing I really wanted to help patients more holistically and that's when I developed person yeah that's when I started the holistic practice and my own private practice so I could really address more of those areas um, and customize a plan for each person that would give them better long-term outcome yeah I think that that's one of the key things in people, like helping professions, is that you realize this is only one part of it. And and I think that that's, you know, okay, like if you are only um, focusing on like one part of of the person, but I think for us and in, in just seeing the dynamic of how we are interested in those other areas too and how we can bring in um, both of our expertise or, or professional background and really helping a whole person. And so, um, but the core for, I guess, you and I is our spirituality in that and our faith and kind of yeah. what really holds our friendship together, what holds all things together, right? And so... Um, yeah. I don't I don't think that every helping profession needs to be holistic. I think that they probably come up to it. You know, you probably notice your boundaries of, of professional gifting or inside and so you have to stop at a certain place. Which right. is we such have a our, bummer. Our scope of practice per se, but I do think in pretty much every profession at some point you realize that there is an is an intersection of mind body right and And they overlap and so Mm -hmm. is there a real clear boundary of it and I don't know if there is and this is kind of what led me into um holistic help and just and wanting health as for the full person but really for myself and realizing like okay well boundaries are great until until my physical health is xyz not doing what i what i would hope that it would be or where i'd like to be and so i think that for me personally just recognizing um it's not just the emotional wellness that i'm dealing with it's not just the mental health that i'm that i'm focusing on yeah and it's not that one's better or one's less it's that we're all it's all encompassing it's integrated yeah Yeah. and i came to a very similar place where i was seeing like patients you know we're approaching very from the physical health aspect we could have a 90 year old with 22 fractures from a car accident and she's walking up and down the hallway with her walker yeah and then we can have a 47 year old with one knee replacement surgery 
and they are acting like they're dying and they're saying I can't even get out of bed yeah and we're looking at this thinking okay there's more than just the physical aspect here we have the emotional we have the Mm -hmm. mental we have the what are we looking like with all you know nutrition and so many other aspects that really affect people's long-term outcomes and their ability to live life well yeah so I think yeah we kind of came to a very similar place in that and that's sort of why we started Soulistic yeah um yeah so it's not necessarily why I got started I think but it definitely grew into that And so how I got started was um, early on in my marriage, uh, we had three, we have three boys. Right now they are 15, 14, and 12. We're about to be a full house of teenage boys soon. Wow. Which we just got an extra freezer for that. (laughs) And um, (laughs) you're right. And um, yeah, I think that the way that I got started was. Um, we early on started counseling in our marriage and this person was amazing and really held space for me in a way that felt safe and secure and healing and, um, heard and all of those things. And, and I watched how it changed my life. Just having that space, just having a space to kind of, um, feel safe, but also express what, what was happening inside because I'm more like avoidant and shut down like I will kind of hide it all and so having a space that feels exactly (laughs) unraveling it and having a space to kind of um sounding board encouragement healing acknowledgement um really felt like it gave me room to explore the parts of myself that I wasn't willing to or wasn't able to and and it gave me space. And so I realized that giving space to people allows allows healing, allows room to grow. It allows um, so many just things to be aware of. And it really allows change for your life. And yeah. that was what yeah. really kind of drew me in is that speaking to someone, having space, created space, a, a few call outs because I had some call outs on myself. Um, do, right? <laughs> right? And those are the changing parts. Those are the uncomfortable parts of change, I yeah. think, is those call outs. But, yeah. but I think it for me, it just encouraged me of, of constantly moving forward in growth and change and creating a space for others. And so I felt not just like, wow, this is really interesting stuff. I did feel that way. But I also yeah. felt like... Um, a responsibility to create that space for others because it was created for me in that way. And I just felt called to that. I felt like it was something that just grabbed me. And I was actually in school for, um, getting my CPA. I was in accounting. And so I took one, it was a Christian counseling class. Um, and I was immediately just drawn in and hooked into just creating space for people. So I ended up getting my master's in professional counseling with Christian integration I am a licensed counselor, state board certified, specializing in trauma. I use uh, therapy techniques like EMDR, IFS, which is internal family systems model, attachment theory, and Christian integration. So uh, I use Christian integration with uh, most of those models. And that's awesome. Specifically in the faith. 
uh, that's yeah. kind of where I got started was I saw just the 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 need I think of of trying to figure out faith and being human and what that looked and like healing, and healing really you know? healing and yeah. religiosity yeah. which is a tough one yeah and um, wanted to create a safe space even within that context yeah that's so, so good and I think like you said growth can be uncomfortable but when we're willing to start unraveling and processing through those things that are why we do what we do why we say what we say why we feel the way we feel and then kind of push through those things that's where we see transformation that's where we see growth that's where we see change and we those become the stepping stones that we can start to achieve our full potential you know yeah but it's a it's a process it's a journey and and that's kind of what this is as well for us as this is a whole new it is a journey for us (laughs) so you know the condensed unfiltered version of that is that i was in really uh not great functional church multiple of you know like multiple churches that would really do some shady stuff or say shady Mm. things and I, it boils my blood a little, right? Yeah. Like that's my personality yeah. is, yeah. is that I just was this like, this is not right. This you is know? not okay. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's where I am in this process of like, Hey, let me provide space. Well also, Hey, this pisses me off too. Can I say yeah. that? Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think we can be honest and raw here. That's, oh that's what gosh. this space is about. Right. Um, and I love that. I love that you do that. That's one of my favorite things about you is you're so good at coming alongside people and just walking alongside them on whatever they're processing or unraveling or working through. Yeah. In faith, in life, in mind, you know, body and spirit and helping people. You're like, hey, I'm here with you through this kind of. Yeah. And that's what makes you so amazing at what you do Um, as well. As well as just as a mother, you know, in addition that I think that's it amazing tool to have thank you yeah all right well thank you guys for joining in with us here today we would love to have you follow along this journey with us and more episodes focusing on where those areas of real life stories have intersections of mind body and soul uh, health and well-being where are those areas that we can unravel and learn from those things to really move forward um, in positive transformation in our lives so we want to bring you some practical steps that you can apply these are solistic steps that you can use to begin your transformational journey the first step is noticing and becoming aware of areas in your life of discomfort, irritation, feeling like you're falling short, frustrated, or or feeling like something's off. These areas can be within yourself or they can be within your relationships. I think once we've noticed or observed those areas, uh, the second thing would be to acknowledge those specific points that we want to begin to address or see change and sometimes they can be different things sometimes it can be an overall well-being or something specific like a habit and I think it's okay that we start at one point and we acknowledge it's okay that we don't stay in that area or at that category and step three is to decide to just start it's more than just a decision in our minds it's an acceptance of where we are Uh, with the intention to change. It's not just about um, acceptance of 
where we used to be or where we want to be. It's really about where we are right now. And this includes all of the messy parts, the hard parts, the fun parts, and everything in between. And I think it's okay we acknowledge it's a little bit messy. It is a journey, and it's yeah. okay where we are now, but we're moving forward through those messy things to change and grow. Yeah, so to summarize, that's the first step is to notice, the second is to acknowledge, and the third one is to just decide, to just start. Thank you guys so much for joining in with us today. We love to have you here and we would love to have you subscribe for more episodes we have coming up. This month we're focusing on transformation, mind, body, and soul. One of our favorite ways to start is to use a planner or a journal. Uh, And actually, we have a couple of favorite ones that we'll share. One of them is a faith-based that I love It provides a way that we can integrate together journaling with our planning. We can create lists. We can trap habits Mm -hmm. um, along with our scheduling and all of that. Maybe even set goals and put down some steps or just kind of sharing thoughts and keeping track of what our journey is and where we're at. In life, yeah. Yeah, life. And I love that there's pages with inspirational quotes and scriptures where you can kind of think about those things and help yeah, um, kind of reset the mind where it, when you're in a funk or having a rough day or something yeah. like that. Yeah, or how you do it when you add all your sticky notes. Oh, yes. All <laughs> fanning out. One all. thing about me is I have 50 million <laughs> sticky notes at all times. Even my seven-year-old will say, Mommy, you need to write that down on a sticky note because we need to remember that for tomorrow i'm like oh okay the power of sticky notes and planners right right so we'll share those links for you guys um something that can be really helpful there's also digital versions but we kind of are a little old-fashioned and we like We're to like paper write it down paper and pen. <laughs> with the paper mm-hmm. and pen so hopefully that's a helpful tool for you guys don't forget to check out our website soulistichope.com for more helpful resources and information and join our mail list for additional tools and guides to help begin your soulistic journey Thank you.